This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your 88 Films Italian Classics Collection series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On this episode we turn our attention to this number 36 in the collection and our first spaghetti western that we're covering. Well that's kind of like a revenge spaghetti western. We're going to be looking at Django Kill. Uh, we'll be doing that after the first break. But before we get to that as always... I like to just kind of tease out the start of these episodes, let you know what has been going on, what is still to come, and uh, we are closing out this week. This is the last episode of what was a fairly easy breezy week for me. I was quite chuffed with how how laid back it was. Not too many episodes. Next week, though, is a bit of a barn burner. Um, currently, as it stands just now, you have three confirmed episodes, possibly four. Uh, we will kick off tomorrow with the launch of our brand new Series 2 of the Choose Your Own Horror Podcast Adventure. So the kind of prelude episode will list out what the four movies are that you can vote on and then the first episode will come in a couple of weeks' time. I've went slightly different in my tact. I've picked four movies from Masters of Horror that I have never seen before. So that's what you'll be voting on. The movies will drop tomorrow and like I say, you get your say on which direction we take that shit. So that's coming on Monday. On Thursday you'll get a bonus review of Annabelle, the new Annabelle movie, Annabelle 3, the Annabelling. Um, so that third one will be reviewed. It is my intention and plan on Saturday to release a bonus review episode of The Dead Don't Die, the new Jim Jarmusch horror zombie movie. I'm planning to go and see that on Thursday, but everything's not quite locked in yet, so it might not happen. If it doesn't, it'll definitely happen the week after. And then on Sunday, 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 you get the 88 Films Slasher Classics Collection, uh, and, and we will be looking at uh, the second instalment of the Children and Corn franchise. Children of the Corn to the... Corning, I don't know, I can't remember the names or anything, but that's that's what we've got coming up next week. And then a week on Monday, we officially kick off the Summer Teapot's Top 10 series looking at the 90s, with our first episode looking at 1990. So you're just over a week away from that. The episodes are long, so be forewarned uh, and relish these shorter episodes that you'll be getting this week in the run-up to something pretty hectic. So there we go, that's all I need to say about that. I'm going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for this number 36 of the 88 Films Italian Collection. We're looking at Django Kill. We're doing that right after this. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure-all. 
sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. You've just heard the trailer for this number 36 of the 88 Films Italian Collection. This is Django Kill. On their website, 88films state, with a cast that includes such all-time icons of Italian action sleaze as the late great Thomas Milan of Almost Human and Ray Lovelock of Live Like a Cop, Die Like a Man, you would already be forgiven for having high expectations for 1967's righteous Django Kill. The good news is that this hyper-violent spaghetti western delivers more bullets, blood, babes and bandits than almost any of its contemporaries. Indeed, so gruelling is the film's various moments of gory tortures and torment that the British censors originally removed a half an hour whilst the film faced legal battles in its native 
Italy. Can't say that word today. Uh, Nefilm available on UK soil, uncut and uncensored Django Kill with its sordid tale of gang warfare, jealousy and a handsome stranger on a mysterious landscape marauding mission is once again ready to take aim at the hearts of fans that adore classic Italian carnage. Directed by cult favourite Gelo Questi of Death Laid an Egg, 88 Farms is proud to give Django Kill the love it deserves in this gloriously garish HD restoration. The special features on the disc are a high-definition 1080p presentation of the film sourced from the original negative, an uncompressed English soundtrack, an uncompressed Italian soundtrack, newly created English subtitles, Django Kill, The Evolution of Thomas Milan featurette, originally, original Filo Spara trailer, and I think that's the original name of the movie, uh, and the reversible sleeve of the alternative artwork. The movie's region locked, I'm afraid, to UK region B. Audio is 2.0. Picture format is 1080p HD, 235.1. The runtime is almost two hours. It's just a little bit shorter than two hours. And, uh, yeah, um, it's a 15, which is surprising considering the movie is, what, 50 years old? Um, 52 years old? So you wouldn't imagine a title of that would retain such status in its uh, classification but it certainly has. So this was the first time watched for me. Uh, this is the first of the original Django movies that I've seen as well. So I was kind of excited about this one. To be honest, I have heard rumours about this movie, most notably when I was doing the Doing the Nasty podcast and checking into movies that had been heavily censored and, you know, not only just censored, but by all means removed from consumption by the British population, Django Kill was one of these titles that kept coming up again and again as examples of egregious actions by the BBFC and their censorship. What's quite interesting about it is I imagine when this movie came out in 67, having now watched it, that they probably did have a hard time in that it is so unashamedly violent, like really, 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 really violent. And like it took me by surprise. My, like, I'm not the biggest Western film fan if I'm honest I like the genre to an extent but I don't love it and the ones that I love are at the top tier you know like universally well known as the best of the craft and um, so kind of sitting down checking this one out I thought kind of schlocky spaghetti western I'll be interested to see what all the hype's about and then by the hour mark I realized that I, I felt quite tired and it wasn't because I was tired of the movie, it was the movie was having this really draining effect on me, Is it, like I say, hyper-violent is the way they've described it in there, by today's standards, I mean, the violence is cliche and a bit, you know, like if you've seen westerns before, it's that level, um, I think it's just the volume of it, more than anything, it's two-hour runtime is in itself quite an exhausting experience, but then when you um, kind of couple that up with the violence on the the screen, I think it just, it never really has an off switch this movie, it's its kind of like always moving, even if that pace slows down at times, it has one direction right through at the end, which the best westerns do, if, I, if I'm honest. Um, the cast is great in this movie, I love Thomas Milan, I love Ray Lovelock, um, there are some additions of some kind of background characters that I've seen in other spaghetti westerns before, it was great to see them, um, but I think what kind of really shocked me more than anything is the command of the camera um, and direction by uh, Guillo Questi. Now I have, surprise surprise, 
a copy of Death Laid an Egg. Um, one of the, I think it's a European collection for one of the other labels in the UK. Put a Kickstarter up for it and I funded its restoration and it's laid there and it's shrink wrapped since it came in. It is my intention to originally get around to watch it, um, but you know, that time has moved on. It will be instead of an originally getting around to watch it, it will be an eventually he will get around to watch it. But if this is any indication of how good this guy's direction is, I can't fucking wait to watch this movie. Um, the direction is, is tempered, it's measured, it's slow, it's deliberate. It knows exactly when to get up close and personal with the violence. It knows when to retract and let you soak in some of the, the scenery. The scenery and some of the long shots in this movie are fucking incredible. Um, and when you couple that up with the score, you know, it's just a... It's a re- I, I, had you told me right back at the start where I would be lavishing praise on certain movies, would Django Kill be one of them? I would have told you no. Because generally it's not a genre of cinema that I'm overly invested in. I was really looking forward to the horrors and the jally, that was what I was looking forward to. But now having seen this movie, I'm really excited for more Django titles, but on top of that, I'm really excited for the actual experience of sitting down and watching some more spaghetti westerns that I'm not familiar with. It was a thriving industry in Italy for a long time. Uh, and gave us some of the best, some of the ones that are still talked about today, some of the best with um, Clint Eastwood, just some of the best scores, uh, action across the board, just phenomenal shit. And this one, which I thought would genuinely be schlocky, coming in, has really won me over. In fact, I might go as far as to say, of the recent run of movies that we've covered on here, this is like a high watermark for me on the 88 Films Italian collection. Just really wasn't expecting to be bowled over by it. I mean, the story is not too dissimilar from pretty much every other spaghetti western, and it understands that. So what it does is it kind of ups the scale of things by, it says delivers more bullets in the description. There's a lot of gunfights in this. I don't know if it's the most bullets in them, but there's plenty of blood and like babes, as they've called it, but the, the women are incredible in this movie. And yeah, it just seems like the West is a dangerous place to be with the amount of bandits that were going around. I can't, for the life of me though, understand how you'd want to cut it half an hour of this movie. I think you can make trims to, to maybe, maybe at the most, maybe 15 minutes. So the fact that the BBFC went so hammer and tongs at like, removing half an hour kind of baffles me. Um, I would be interested to check that half an hour cut out to see how neutered the film actually is on the back end of it. But in this form, that's, I would imagine, probably the best that you're going to get in terms of length. you got to own it. And on top of that, the restoration work, I sometimes am a bit critical of 88 Films' work on this. Um, but they really brought in this one. This is one of the older ones that we've covered as part of the collection, if not the oldest. And it looked vibrant. It looks still like an old movie, but they cleaned that up. They cleaned it up enough that I, I genuinely was surprised at how old the movie is. Kept having to read the back going, 67, really? You know, we at the, like I said before, 52-year mark of age for this movie just seems wholly weird and, and mind-melting, but it is, and this movie holds up, and it's cool. And I I mean, just everything, the choreography, I imagine probably quite a lot of animals died in this one because I know what Italy was like in the 60s. Um... But yeah, I mean, this is this isn't that golden era of spaghetti westerns, and what you have is actually surprisingly good dialogue, 
great cast, great villains in this. Really, really great villains, but great heroes, and even the heroes are a bit gnarly, that other heroes, question mark. Uh, and then everything else laid on top of it just made it a very enjoyable watch. I can't recommend this one enough, actually. Some of the other ones recently have been like, you know, if you own it, that's fine, you know, whatever. Um, but this, to me, is like, if you are trying to cover a wide scope of Italian movies and really kind of flesh out that side of things, this needs to be near the top. Honestly, it needs to be near the top of your, your selections. Even if you don't like westerns, I think there's enough to maybe give you food for thought and bring you over. Uh, it's just a nasty little piece of work in the best possible way. Uh, if you live, shoot is the subheading for this movie. And uh, I don't think I've, I don't think I've heard of a better kind of tagline for a movie that we've covered recently. Just really, really enjoyed this one. Can't recommend it enough. Um, in terms of score, there is no way I can comfortably swing into this one without giving it a minimum of a 4.5. I imagine when I watch it again somewhere down the road it'll get 5. But it's a 4.5 for this one. Can't recommend it enough. Well done E8 Films for not only putting it out but bringing it back to my attention. Um, and yeah, I'm glad I'm finally ticking this one off the list. Uh, Django Kill, the real fucking deal. Disc number 36. Right, I'm going to jump out, I'm going to close out the show and I'll be right back to do that right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been disc number 36 of the 88 Farms Italian Collection. We were looking at Django Kill. Oh, what a movie that was. And I was kind of like, yay, let's do more Spaghetti Western. They're like, no, 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 Duncan, have another Jallo. So I'm going to be like, yay, it's another Jallo. This number 37 is In the Eye of the Hurricane, a.k.a. The Fox with the Velvet Tail. Oh, that's right. Um, on the 88 Films website, they say, also known under the Jallo-esque moniker, The Fox with the Velvet Tail, the more self-explanatory Lusty Lovers and the super sleazy Eye of the Hurricane. And this is one of the finest Italian obscurities yet unearthed by 88 Films. Making its British bow in this new HD transfer, Eye of the Hurricane was unleashed on unsuspecting audiences in 1971 and takes the mystery narrative that made Dario Argento's classic The Bird with the Crystal Plumage from 1970 so influential and adds dabbing of sex and spice to mix. The focus of this unpredictable oddity is a young beautiful woman whose choice in bed partners may or may not be the cause of some oddball happenings and malevolent threats. With a narrative that packs in just enough boobs and bruises, 88 Films is proud to present this potent pot boiler in an uncut and uncensored form. So the special features in this one is a new UHD 4K transfer. That's right, can't wait to switch this one into the 4K one and just sit back and, and revel as it plays over my TV. It also comes with Dolby Audio English Mono, Dolby Audio Italian Mono with newly translated English subtitles, a theatrical trailer remastered in UHD 4K, alternative scene, an alternative English title credit sequence is region locked to region B um, the audio is dual mono LPCM audio pictures HD 1080p 1781 the runtime is about an hour and 40 minutes and yeah that's what we'll be doing in two weeks time we'll be looking into the eye of the hurricane 
There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts on this stairs. As always, say come across and check us out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the feed, leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to support us on that platform. You can also check us out, though, on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn and Spotify. Visit our website, tputzcast.com. You can also jump across and buy merch like posters and pins from our merch page. It's tputzcast.bigcartel.com. Yay! That's right, go and buy them. We've had some bought recently. It's made me happy. I'll be posting them out this week with a smile in my face and a spring in my step. That's a true fucking story. We are on Facebook, two different places. If you want to join the Facebook group page, interact with other listeners and interact with the show, like the episode that drops tomorrow, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, then to that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. If you're only interested as and when the shows drop, occasionally check out a live stream or Thursday Thursday, then it's even simpler. It's facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. And finally, you can interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at tbuttscast. The podcast under the stairs will return tomorrow to your feed with the kickoff of season two of the Choose Your Own Horror Podcast Review Adventure. Four movie choices from four masters of horror that I have never seen before. And the choice, ladies and gents, is in your hands. But until then, wherever we are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever we're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs, and I am signing off.
Thank you. 